Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Atamari Aotearoa, yes, a very good morning from Kempi and Louie this morning who are doing breakfast because Izzy Dag has decided to take some time off and head up to France and have some of that nice French red wine on the Riviera. Nah, nah, he's gone up there to work. Our mate and uh, yeah, me and Louie will be doing this show today on Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Uh, we've got the boys in the kitchen and haven't they started on a heater with Neeps going for it. He's at the back there with Robbie. Rob, welcome back, mate. Uh, it's a big show today we've got going on. The boys are there. Aroha, obviously, in the kitchen. A big shout-out, first, first of all, to Rangi Matamu, who uh, picked up New Zealander of the Year, a legend. Uh, of course, Aroha's cousin, um, and, uh, and basically letting everyone know what the meaning of the constellation of the stars are and how Māori... Uh, used to actually navigate and use the stars for everything um, pertaining to how they how they used to live and him picking up uh, I think the the New Zealand of the, of the year is a fantastic recognition of the work that he's been doing in that area uh, over the, over many many years um, so congratulations to Rangi uh, and of course to Aroha who's um, a very very proud cousin this morning of that award. Uh, well done, Aroha. She's uh, she's jumping around in there in the new studio. Very very good news. Obviously a little bit of sad news yesterday. Um, a lot of friends uh, have lost their jobs and another um, radio station that's uh, actually shut down. And just want to send out all of our uh, our best wishes to everyone that's going through I guess that hard time at the moment and. And, uh, yeah, don't know too much about it personally, but uh, I have a couple of friends in there, Petey, a good mate of mine that, um, you know, he's uh, he's a mad Warriors supporter. He's always down there on – he's the voice of the Warriors, actually, on a Sunday uh, or Saturday down there on the sidelines, um, and he's doing the bre- he's doing the breakfast over on that uh, that station while he was, and I just want to send out um, all my, my heartfelt wishes to them crew. But, Louie, big news yesterday for me. I'm thunderstruck. Uh, having to be euthanised um, coming out of Australia. Uh, huge news, you know, that 23 starts, seven seven wins, eight places and $8.3 million uh, in prize money. Um, big, big news coming out of, out of Sydney. How are you this morning, Louis? Yeah, good, Kimpy. Good, really good. Um, Friday? And I didn't know that. I didn't know I don't usually pay too much attention to the New Zealander of the Year or those awards because I kind of find they're more often than not, token gestures, but I guarantee you this year it is not. Um, Rangi Mata Moa, that is awesome. That is awesome. When we spoke to him, it was one of the best days of my job ever, um, getting to learn a little bit about Matariki and 
the meaning of it all and, and exactly how, well, not important, but how entrenched the science is in Māori um, and it was just a spine-tingling chat with him. So I don't, yeah, I don't usually look too close at them because, I, I don't know, I find awards sometimes can miss the mark and so many people deserve to be recognised and you end up focusing on one or two people in particular. And But this time around, I'm, I'm on board with that. I, I think that's a really neat way to divvy it out. And, yeah, so that's good news for Friday. I'm stoked about that. Yeah, yeah, it is, and uh, look, it is, uh, I guess the recognition, I'm I'm a little bit like you, Louis, the recognition for awards, there's so many of them that go around these days, but um, this one in particular, having been through that whole um, journey myself back in Māoridom, and uh, doing some reading on, on Mātiriki and, and what it actually means, I, oh, mate, I when Aroha mentioned that, I... I had goosebumps. I thought um, awesome, such a such an awesome prize to get. But we've got a, a big show, big show on today. If you want to uh, text in double eight double three oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven, give us a call any time to talk anything about sport coming up. It's a big weekend of sport. Blues Chiefs, Louis, Saturday night battle of the Bombays. You like that one? Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be a ripper. I, I honestly don't. I honestly think we might find out a little bit about the Blues this weekend, one way or another. And I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that it's not going to be enjoyable for Blues fans. <laughs> Is that what you're picking? So you're picking the Chiefs to, to actually run on and and still remain unbeaten? Or I'm picking the opposite. I actually think that Liam McDonald can get his team up. Um, because I think the Chiefs are sort of on the way down. They haven't really been dominating as they were as they started the season. But, you know, like that uh, that top of the table in the NRL, the same can be said about the Super the super Games. It is definitely the game of the round. Um, and the Blues really, if they are to, to stop being pretenders, need to, need to go away and win this one. They actually need to go away and dominate the Chiefs. So I'm picking the Blues. The other one, we've got the Warriors on Sunday, 6 o'clock on SENZ. Me and Sam will be calling that one. They're up against Cronulla. Cronulla with Nico Hines back in the side. Um, did you get to see the game last night, Lloyd? Again, Sydney City. Mate, they, Brandon Smith, if you've been watching that, um, could just slowly develop into a, I guess, a, a, a deadly hooker in and around that Sydney pack. Jared Warrior Hargraves coming back into the side has changed Brandon Smith's um, get out of dummy half and and passion for the game in the in the uh, white V of the Sydney City Roosters. I thought last night he was absolutely outstanding getting that one against Parramatta. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I, I did. I saw the highlights this morning, and you're right. That um, I don't know if it was the sick. I think it was the second try where he scooted out a dummy and hit Walker on that hard line, and then uh, in ball to Kerry. And um, even with Tedesco. Compromise. They just their spine. Kerry Walker, uh, Smith. Like you, you've said it for years, Kimpy. You cannot win or go close in a competition without your spine being at that elite level. And I think probably, for being really honest with the Warriors, that is still the thing that is untested, and we don't know how good it is. This, those positions in the spine. We've got players that are doing good. They've started the year well. But when you stack them up to some of those perennial top four spines, can they hang over the duration of a season? Don't know. Time will tell. But Sydney City, that was awesome. And Parramatta, probably some issues. I don't think um, they will be papering over the cracks. Like, it was two garbage time tries there, one from an intercept attempt, which was, yeah, you know, 
Sydney City clocked off essentially and Parramatta scored 12 points to end the mm. game. So I think they've got big problems, Parramatta, from a, and we've kind of preempted that for a while now, but I think they've got big issues, Kempi, and I don't really know where they go. I tell you what, I, one thing for sure, selling their, or moving on off their captain and their starting fullback is not the solution that they think it is, but they do need to find a solution somewhere. So at least they are aware that their season isn't probably going the way they would hope. And I think... It's not too often you see those teams drop out of the eight after being in a final or being, you know, contending to not, especially when you've got mostly the same squad. But I think Parramatta have a real scrap on their hands because I think the competition's probably deeper this year than it was last year. I think it's probably a little bit more parity in the first four, four weeks, or first three weeks at least. And like that, that might be a little bit of a mirage that'll fall away. But I do think that there are, and you can tell by the way the Dolphins have come in, those those kind of teams that you really didn't suspect were going to be able to stick with the big boys, well, they are. And they're winning that middle-of-the-pack battle. Um, and that doesn't bode well for teams like Parramatta that, you know, in some years might have been able to just hang in there, hang in there, maybe get a four-game win streak towards the end of the season, backdoor entry, the playoffs. You're really going to have to be on the pulse the whole length of the season this year. And, and that's why I think I'd be probably a little bit worried if I was an Eels supporter. Yeah, and look, I, I think too, one of the biggest um, shifts in the Eels, and Matty Johns picked this up for us a, a couple of weeks ago, the back row losing um, Papali to West Tigers, and of course you've got Sean Lane that's still out on that left edge. It just doesn't doesn't strike me with fear with Cartwright running out there, um, and they're just going through a mix match on the on the other side of the pitch. I think the back row in this, in this competition this year, Lou, with the change of rules and having to get back behind the referee, um, is setting up the halfbacks to actually go and have uh, continuous shots down an edge and of course those players that are good enough that's why Maratu Nuakore for the Warriors has been so good you know he's got time uh, the halfbacks around him are quick and he runs really good lines and I just think Parramatta um, they are they are going to get caught short you know Sydney City last night you're dead right they took their foot off the pedal uh, Luke Carey was was absolutely outstanding young Walker just running holes. When you've got halfbacks running holes off a hooker, down the middle of the pitch, you're in big trouble. You are in absolutely big trouble. So, yes, no, it's a uh, an inter- interesting competition in the NRL at the moment. I'm looking forward to that game on Sunday. And, of course, the other one, Louis, is the injuries are starting to kick in. You know, if you're talking about your Dolphins, you've got O'Sullivan out, the halfback, uh, who's pro- probably really surprised everyone, being close to the premier halfback of the competition since it started is now out. They've had to go back to Milford, who plays seven, who's probably going to play there. We'll, we'll see sides. You've got Tamari Martin, the halfback out of the Warriors. We'll see sides now starting to lose players. Um, and now we'll see the true depth of, of the teams that can stick with the teams with great rosters like the Roosters. I think it's going to be an interesting um, couple of weeks. Marty, the Marty Cup too, Louis. I see that we, we kicked that off this weekend. Just a big shout-out to all those high schools that are down in Cambridge this weekend. It's a, um, a fantastic uh, competition there. I don't know if any of you boys... Leaps, you ever been to a Marty Cup? Nah, I haven't, Kempe. Never been to a Marty Cup, but lots of my friends that I used to train with back home in Southland went along to it. But um, yeah, this year it's up at Lake Karapiro in Cambridge, so um, I think that goes for the next day as well. Yeah, it's it, it's actually a wonderful event. If you get a chance and you're down in and around the Cambridge area, just call in. Um, I was <laughs> the good thing about going down to the race uh, by Grins this year, Louis, is that they've opened up that bypass now between 
um, when you come off the Auckland motorway in Hamilton all the way out to Cambridge, it knocks off oh, 20, 25 minutes. So you're there in no time. So if you're around there, go down to Lake Karapiro and have a look at uh, all the high schools and the setup. It's a fantastic weekend. Um, great racing, uh, massive part of it. Myself with my son for uh, all those years, and yeah, it's a it's a chance for the parents that put the hard work in with their kids, especially because uh, they're up like us every morning, rowing before they get to school, and then after school, it's a it's a tough gig. And then of course the Marty Cup is a is a massive um, prize to to get your school hands on if you if you ever get a chance to do it. Real. Um, all the best schools in New Zealand are there, rowing, and uh, just a big shout out to all of them. So we've got a, got a big show coming up today. We're going to go out of seven, and we're going to have a horse trainer, Stephen Marsh, join us to talk up his chances this weekend, both here and in Australia, because he's got a, a couple of nice ones over there too, which Louis will t- um, touch on and. And later on in the show, we'll also catch up with Steve Lancaster from New Zealand Rugby around 7.40 to talk community rugby and tackle height, uh, because we're all wondering how that's going to work in community rugby. And after 8, we'll talk with league legend Frankie Endicott, who also has one of the best harness racehorses in the country, Millwood Nike, and uh, had a good chat to Frankie last night. Man, he's a happy bloke. No wonder they call him Happy Frank. And later on, we've got our Friday tipple. Of course, our catch-up with, St- uh, with Smithy, and uh, we'll keep an ear out. And you should be keeping an ear out too, if you're listening, to all of our best bets this weekend, because we've got four Group 1s coming out of Australia, and also another here in New Zealand. Um, it's going to be a big day. Fun Friday. Let's go. And now it's time for this. Can't wait question of the day. Yes, can't wait question of the day. What is the one thing you are absolutely dead set, Ken Bloody Oath, sure about this weekend? What is it? What is it, Kempi? What is the thing you are absolutely sure about? That the Blues get up against the Chiefs. (laughs) That's my one, Louis. I reckon... Look, I'm looking forward to this game. I think, uh, you know, if the Blues are actually dead-set contenders and not pretenders, then they not need to knock the Chiefs off. And I know that, um, you know, everyone's thinking the red and black, and I reckon they'll be there or thereabouts again at the end of the year. They're just too good to, to leave out of the equation. But I think if the Blues or the Chiefs um, really need a win, both of these teams need a win this week, but no more... Uh, than the Blues side. I think the Blues this week, if they don't beat the Chiefs, you could probably put a line through their name. So um, that's the question of the day. Can't wait question of the day. What is one thing you are absolutely dead set? Ken bloody oath on sure about this weekend? Is it the rugby league? Is it the rugby? Is it the racing? What about you, Louie? What do you got? Um, I... I... That a New Zealand horse is going to win a Group One um, in Australia, and I think we're going to win the Derby. So I'm pretty absolute about that. I just I think it'll be sharp and smart, but if it isn't, I think the other contenders in that race, and Deleuze for Stephen Marsh in particular, is a dead set threat. Mark Twain as well. So I am certain that we will win the Derby. A New Zealand horse will win the Derby. I'm absolutely certain that none of these Australian horses can beat us. Uh, and that, that's what I'm thinking, Kimpy. 
Nice, nice. And have you got you got a um, a little bit of a a tip for us, Louie, on later on? I love racing. You like anything other than the the four Kiwi horses running around the Derby this weekend in Aussie? Yeah, 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 I do. I've done my form and I have a few best bets. So I can dish those out a little bit later. Oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven the Kenard's high phone line. Can you give us a call on a Friday? Give us a call and tell us what you're sure about. Doesn't necessarily have to be gambling related, but I'm sure we'll find a gambling angle if you are certain about something. Obviously we've got the black caps playing later on as well. Uh, there's so much going on, so make sure you dial through on double eight double three. That's our text number, eight eight three three, double eight. Double three or 0800 150 811.